irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, LA Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he poops barley and peace hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty in Jersey. Hola, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty <laughs> in Jersey Live here on LA Talk Radio. Me- we're in Mexico. That's right. right Hola, because this is our early Cinco de Mayo show, so we are going to have a Mexican theme going tonight. Um, and we have a great guest for that, too, because we have the Brewski on out of San Antonio, Texas. And that's a great little gadget for you that like those uh, summertime beers, like the Land Shark or even the, the Crappy Corona. Uh, it actually puts the salt and lime in the beer for you uh, inside the bottle. So yeah. it's really, really cool and we're going to have them on a little later and we also have a uh, beer test designed for that we also we brewskied all the beers that we have uh, here for the beer test and we're going to taste them later and see how the beer tastes uh, with the brewski stuff in it so we're very excited about that and uh, yeah Mexican theme tonight and Cassie and by the way let me just say that I'm a snob like a total beer snob so I did not get Corona I did not get Modelo I did not get Soul thank God I got stuff that I thought would be interesting with this beer, uh, the, with the brewski, with the salt and the lime. So there's a there's a summer ale up there. There's a lager up there. There's a tequila beer, a Weiss beer. I just kind of like got it creative. Yeah, and- I think there might be an IPA or pale ale. Yeah, so uh, very exciting later. And thank God I didn't get those beers because uh, we had that Mexican beer oh test last year. Oh, my God, so year, bad. And, and I think we all had I was taking afterwards. a shit for like three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> so thank God. <laughs> um, you know, Mexican-themed show. And I guess the one question that I'm sure everybody's thinking is, Cassie, have you ever had sex with a Mexican person? No. Someone from Spaniard no. or anything like that? I've <clears> never <throat> even had, like, I've never even made out with anybody that was Spanish. Really? Is it because that nobody of Spanish persuasion has come on to you? No. You I mean, I decision? actually find Latin men attractive, like certain Latin men attractive. Well, they know how to dance. Um, it, you know, like like span, actual Spanish men I find attractive. Mm-hmm. Like dirty Puerto Ricans. Like, like the people that <laughs> – Dirty Puerto Ricans. Whoa. You guys know what I'm talking about, like like the barrio guys, like they, that are like on the co- the cholos. Yeah, the cholos. they're on like the corner. You don't waiting. like the cholos. I don't but... like I don't like driving down my road and seeing the guys waiting for the landscaping. But the dude truck. that was married to like Lucille Ball, you'd well, be down yeah, like, the, guy, well, the Moroccan guy. Yeah, like I mean, like some like because some, it's like manly man type, right? Of thing. Like a suave Spanish guy that's like yeah. you know knows how to like do moves and. Do moves? <laughs> they wear those like, like sexual moves, <laughs> no, like, like like dance moves, and I don't know, like they they're like they're dance suave. <laughs> those guys, no, they are suave. Like the telenovela actor guys, they're yeah, all, like, I mean, they're always hot. dressed well and right. they have nicely groomed mustaches. Oh, oh, you know who I can say? Who? I don't know if he's really Spanish though. Who? Oscar Isaacs? Is he Spanish? Um, I would think so with a he name like is Oscar. Fucking hot. Unless you're the Grouch, he's usually Spanish. Okay, we li- we saw that a most violent year movie last weekend. Uh, that's kind of a snooze fest. I wouldn't recommend seeing the most violent year no. because there's nothing violent good, in the movie. There's a good plot, but like the it's name not, is it's, a ruse. It's misleading. It's misleading. 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 It's that was misle- my third grade teacher. <laughs> misleading. It's misleading, <laughs> but. He is so hot in that movie, and like he's all Spanish, and like he's got like dressed all well, and he's all mobstery. Yeah, he's all Spanish. Hot. <laughs> I, like I said, I find Latin people and Latin women are well for the most part. Do you think that when Latin women get boob jobs instead of silicone, they put beans in them? <laughs> Shake their maracas. Shake the maracas in the in the boobies with the beans. <laughs> <laughs> What's in maracas? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we Is could it pl- children's bones? I wish we could play that <laughs> on the guys. air because that was so funny. <laughs> no, but even Latin women are hot. Yes. They don't age well for the most part. No, they don't age well at but all. But they're hot, like when they're young and like Sofia Vergara. Oh, oh my God. God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Her she, and she's amazing. Selma Hayek. She's like 50-something too. And she, she is. Like looks she, has that a, great. she has a 20-year-old son. That's amazing. I know. Jesus Christ. And she got um, one of the hottest guys Ever right now, yeah, engaged, no, yeah, and no, I'm very no. jealous. 
and I'd uh, like to be in the middle of that sandwich. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that either. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, but you have to be the other side of the bread. You couldn't be in the middle. Right. No, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, weird. Uh, Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is. And I'm drinking a very awesome beer by a guest, uh, by a beer company that was actually on our show a couple weeks ago. That's Nashami Creek. The Chamonix? Uh, the Chamonix Creek, sorry. I'm um, drinking their Churchville Lager, uh, which is perfect alcohol percentage for this show for me. It's only 4.9% uh, alcohol volume, which means I can drink a shit ton and not get really wasted by the end of the show. So, um, you know, this is a great beer for that. And, uh, of course, we love the Chamonix Creek. So that's always good. What's that beer called again? I'm, I'm tweeting about uh, it right now. Churchville Lager. And, um, um, Cassie, I know you can't drink, but if you were drinking, what would you be drinking? I can drink at five more shows. <laughs> this is very exciting. It's a countdown. It's a count- yes. the final countdown. <laughs> um, I would be drinking right now um, probably either that tequila beer that we have up there. That we're going to try later. That we're going to try mm-hmm. um, since it's Mexican themed or, you know, something like – uh, Pacifico or some some Mexican okay, so themed beer. Mexican themed beer you would you would definitely go with. So yes. that's good. So um anyway folks, every show we play a drinking game where you folks watching and listening at home can play along as well. We have a word of the night and every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is Taco. <laughs> now an example of taco would be I can't wait till Cassie's not pregnant anymore so I can eat her taco. Oh, oh drink. drink and Cassie, do you have an example? My favorite my favorite place in Vegas is the Pink Taco. Oh, drink. Kind of weak there. Whatever. I was on the spot. I didn't really think about it today. I was doing other stuff. So um, I apologize. So uh, anyway, folks, I mean, uh, you listening out in L.A. probably don't care too much about this, but we here in the New Jersey, New York area do care about this. Right now, the uh, Subway Series is going on. The Yankees are playing the Mets uh, in Yankee Stadium. And, uh, you know, uh, we hate the Mets. We're huge Yankee fans. Can um, I sing the song? <laughs> Meet the Mets. Come on out and greet the Mets. Yeah, the best theme song ever. I mean, Horrible. the Mets are just uh, like I. I just can't even tell you Horrible how much colors, I hate the Mets. Horrible I mean, uniforms, the, and they always look. They, They're fan- The Mets fans always look the same. I don't too. really they, have they a problem have a, with the actual team. I have a problem with the fans. Yeah. They always have that certain look. Like they, they look like a Yankee fan was really badly cloned. <laughs> and like they're missing some like chromosomes and shit. <laughs> it's true. They're always like weird looking. And like, you know, the Yankees have won 28 fucking world championships. The Mets have won two. 28 or 27? 28. World 28? Cha- well, I, I, 28 or 27. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was 28. I thought it was 27. But, 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 in, but in any case. You know more than me. Um, so. Anyway, 27, 28. Who fucking cares? It's more than two. So, like, these Mets fans, like, oh, the Mets are so awesome. They're so much better. How? The Doesn't last one they sense. won, it was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 1986. They walk around bragging about 1986. That's why they all look that way, because they're still holding on to that dream, and they yeah, still they're look just like, like, they're like from 86. Right, right. They're just, like, so tired, like, oh, 1986. <laughs> they like, all still have the same hair from 86. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the, the Mets are just, I mean, what historic players do the Mets have? What Tom fucking Seaver, like, the dad from Growing Buckner, brother. Bill Buckner was on the oh, Red Sox. Oh, was on Sox. the Red Sox. He's yeah. on that He might as well shit. have played for the Mets right. what he did for him. Right. So, Daryl Strawberry, um, but then he ended up being on the yeah. Yankees. Tim fucking Tuffle. Remember that guy with his homosexual dance? I no. think he's back on the Tuffle the, Shuffle? Yeah, he would like shake his hips when he got up. Oh, <laughs> my God. What? I actually think he's now a third base coach for the Mets. That, we uh, need this. Mr. Tim Tuffle. Um, and uh, Len Dyke, Lenny Dykstra, who's Lenny actually Dykstra. Um, he's in jail for mopery or something um, like that. Um, uh, who's that guy that my sister likes? I don't know. Mike. Raj? No. <laughs> I don't know. The guy that looks like my brother-in-law. Oh, Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza. Yeah, I mean uh, – I, yeah, I, I don't like the rumors that he was gay for all those years. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but um, th- there was those rumors. Yes. Um, they're just uh, – the Mets are like imitation generic Yankee fans. Like uh, th- They're like the, the imitation ones, like like the fake Dracar Noir. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, uh, <laughs> those fake Cheez-Its. What were they called? Cheez-nips. Nips or something? <laughs> Meet the nips. <laughs> Meet the nips. <laughs> was it? Was it? Newman and Kramer, Mets fans. They were. And then George was the Yankee fan. Well, no, uh, in the beginning of the show. The, he was a Mets fan, wasn't he? In the beginning he? of the show, Seinfeld, uh, everybody was a Mets fan. Right. But then George ended up working, working for, for the, the Yankees. Yankees. So then all of a sudden, like, they were Yankees oh, fans. Oh, but... we have a caller. Oh, and uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hello. Hello. 
Hello. Yes. Hi. Hello. Is this uh, the Brewski? This is the well. This is Anne, but yes, yeah, a lot of people do say I am the Brewski. Oh, great, great. <laughs> nice. I was hoping your name wasn't the Brewski, so that's that's good. <laughs> That's good. So um, anyway, we were kind of getting into what you guys are at the beginning of the show, and, and you guys are just an awesome tool for people that, that, that want to get the lime and the salt uh, in the beer without having to make a sloppy mess uh, all over your hands. And if you have an open cut in your hands, it's going to hurt like shit. So um, and, and we're glad to be able to talk to you. And um, but, you know, tell us a little bit about the brew scheme, what exactly it is. All right. All right. Well, to know what it is to dress a beer is to be a Texan. That's what we do here. We, we, when we go to the bar, we say to the bartender, I want, a, I want a Corona. Dress it, please. All right? And they know exactly what you're talking about. And, and mm-hmm. you go to a lot of other different places, and then they look at you like you're upside down. You know? So dressing a beer is, is taking the lime wedge and wetting the neck of the beer with that lime wedge, okay? And then sticking the lime wedge in the beer and pouring the salt on the neck of that beer. All right? That's what dressing a beer is. And mm-hmm. so you there with the lime wedge in it, and then you lick the salt from the neck of the beer. All right? So my, my sales spiel is whose fingerprints are you licking off the neck of that beer? Because that is just disgusting. That's disgusting. Yes. Plus the fact that we've been out to bars and we show bartenders this and they love it because it's less work for them <laughs> right. to, to pop yeah. one of these things. And they say, you know what? To tell you the truth, and I'm not going to name any bars, that's for sure. But to tell you the truth, they tell us, we don't even wash those lines before we cut oh, them in the wedges and stick them. I mean, that's just gross. That's just gross. I'm not saying all bars don't don't do that. Right. You know, some bars wash them, but you know, I don't want to speak any any anything bad. But that's gross. You know, that's gross. Yeah. So unless you have control over the lines, then this is this is the perfect product. It's portable. It's fun to do. And that lime, and you guys can attest to this. That lime tastes awesome. It yes, tastes no, exactly it, it's like great. a lime in your beer. No, it, it, it's really it's really awesome. Even the smell, like yeah, the just smell the smell of it. of it is is just awesome. I I, I just love it. Um, one of the great things too about the brewski is that there's no metal in it either, so you can actually bring it into like a baseball game or a sporting event and dress your beer <laughs> in the sporting event. <laughs> it's true, yeah, absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Can't hurt anybody with it. Yeah, right. Unless you throw salt in their eye or something. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That might hurt just a little bit. No, it's it's an awesome product. Um, not only do I work for the company, but you know I use it myself all the time. That's the only way I drink my beer now. It's so good. It's a little bit addicting, but it's just, it's super fun. Mm. And uh, like I said, that lime is all natural. If you look at our packaging and our ingredients, you know, which the FDA requires that you, you put on what the ingredients are, it's just, it says simply salt, lime. That's it. Right, right. Now, um, I, I know you're not like the, the founder of the instrument, but do you know what inspired uh, you guys to actually make the brewski? Well, yes, I do. It, um, there's, a, there's a couple of stories around it, you know, and I love telling these. Um, the, the brewski was invented by a commercial construction contractor. That's his bread and butter, and, and he does very well, and he's very respected in the business community. So when the economy tanked, he was like, no better time than now to bring this, this little dream I had for this product to market. So he took a huge risk, and this is American entrepreneurship at its best. He took a risk, and he he brought this product to market. And the reason he did so is a couple of things. One, he was sick of his friends coming over and dressing their beers in his kitchen and leaving this sticky mess on the countertop and this crunchy mess of salt on the floor. Okay? Mm -hmm. And he was like, there's got to be a better way to do this. Second one is he went to a bar. So a guy walks into a bar. He orders a dressed beer. Bartender says, sure, one minute, please. And he finishes picking up the dirty bar mats and putting them up, comes over and dresses his beer. One thing he forgot to do, wash his hands. Gross. Oh, man. Jesus. I know, right? uh, 
If, if anything, talking to you is uh, really making me grossed out about getting to drink at a bar. <laughs> right, right. It, it's it's a uh, it's a simple little little thing that we do with our beers, but yeah, we call that the ick factor, and people hate when I use that in my in my sales pitch. Like, yeah, you you know, we don't think about that when we're sitting there licking, and we call that cow licking the salt off the bottle. But yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely it's gross. Um, now, um, how, did, how exactly? Now, just go over a little bit, and we're, we actually just finished doing it to all the beers we have in studio. But just kind of explain exactly how the brewski works, like what people would do to, to get it to work. Okay, well, there's two components to the brewski. All right, we have the actual brewski, which we call an actuator, mm-hmm. and um, the engineering is pretty cool. And we have a, it's patent protected, and it's got a top and a bottom. The bottom is where you put the cup, all right? So the cup sits in there. And okay. the top has a spike on the inside. Gotcha. Now, it, it pierces through that cup, which is about three different layers that it's got to pierce through. So you really got to slam it down pretty well, all right? So it's the lid and the inner cup, which holds the salt. And then the outer green cup that you see, that holds the lime. So it's actually two different cups that hold the ingredients. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And so you pierce through that cup, mm-hmm. and that lime and salt gets perfectly and evenly distributed through the neck of that beer. That lime shoots all the way down to the bottom of the beer, so you get that down to the last drop. Thank you, Folgers. And what's really awesome is if you've ever had a margarita and they rim that that margarita glass well the mm-hmm. rim of our of the beer bottle when using the brewski gets perfectly rimmed with the salt which is awesome nice nice um now uh what kind of beers would you recommend using with the brewski well number one corona i love it it's mm-hmm. um it, it screams lime i mean they use that in all their marketing um dos Equis. Dos Equis is a great beer. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys get Sol up north. Yes, S-O-L? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. And then uh, Pacifico. Pacifico's, Pacifico's great. great. It's my, one of my favorites. Yeah, Pacifico's real good. Land Shark's pretty good, but Land Shark is like ADHD with the brewski. It just goes it goes crazy. Because you got that. And I think you guys ran into that with your video you, you did for us. Thank you very that much. That was Pacifico. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Pacifico, but yeah, it exploded all over the place and, and uh I think Land Shark's another one that Well exploded. no, let me just let me just uh cut in because I was the one dressing all the beers in there. And um <laughs> I actually got I got two out of six perfect. The rest were like exploding everywhere. Um the land right. shark actually didn't explode, which was What? I, I poured a good amount out before I did it because I was like, this is gonna shoot everywhere and it didn't. Right. Talk. So, but that one and another one did they didn't explode, and then the other ones, because you know when you slam on the top of a beer, it's gonna shoot. Yeah, anytime you introduce salt to beer, it's just gonna go nuts, you know. Right, right. Um, the huge factor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, would you suggest uh, using the brewski if you're about to eat some tacos? Oh, oh! drink. <laughs> hey, is that the word? Is that the yes. word of the day? Yes. Yay! I I just made my brewski, so I'm taking a swig. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Now, um, now, how would our listeners go about getting a brewski? Oh, that's easy. Go to our website, which is www.thebrewskey.com. And here's an easy way to remember kind of the, the, the genius behind our name. Bruise, as in, I'm going to bruise some beer. Key as in unlock the flavor of your beer, which is our tagline. So thebrewskey.com. And just a few tips on uh, troubleshooting that that little bit of a learning curve that comes with our product. Mm -hmm. If you take a a swig of your beer before you pop your brewski, and we call that the I had a really hard day swig, okay? So take that swig. It's going to lessen the level of the beer so that the salt doesn't make it go crazy, but also it's going to wet that neck so that the, the salt and the lime has to finish it too, all right? Then mm-hmm. you pop the brewski, and after you pop it, you immediately tip it, and it's almost like 90 degrees, just for a few seconds. 
And there's actually a little bit of physics involved. Who knew physics and beer? It's called Bernoulli's Principle, and it releases the pressure created by the uh, slam and the salt, and it's not going to foam over for you. Nice, nice. Um, I once went to a Mets game, and Keith Hernandez spit on me because I said, nice game, pretty boy, and he just spit on me and my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually from uh i mean you guys are out of texas so um you, you down now let me ask you a question because we're all about the craft beer industry how's the craft beer yeah. world down in texas they're very good actually. oh craft beer i mean craft beer is booming everywhere you look i mean it doesn't it really doesn't matter everybody's got a little brewery and it seems like a lot of states are relaxing the law so that that the craft brewers can really get out there and compete with the big guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a we've got a, a a pretty a pretty great craft brewer here, uh, Freetail, and he's out there and he's distributing with the big beer distributors. You know, and it's like I, I commend them all because that's amazing. It is hard. It is hard work having a startup company. And the risk that's involved and the unknowns, and we call them the learn and burns. You know, you learn things every time you turn around when you have a startup company, and it's just like, man, okay, that hurt, but we're smarter now. So, <laughs> I, you know, the craft beer revolution, I mean, I love craft beers, too. I love yeah. my Coronas and my Brewski, but craft beers, that's, uh, that's, that's something special, and it's different. Definitely. And hats off to them all. No, d- definitely, definitely. Um, now, uh, last question for you. Um, what's, what, do you, what are the future plans for the Brewski? Future plans for the Brewski. Well, world domination is first, okay? <laughs> so nice. once we check that off the list, we're, we're planning on expanding our product line. And... Let's say I'm going to throw out a few uh, mass market appeals out there. Uh, Blue Moon, we can make an orange coriander cup. Ooh, how sweet. Awesome. You know, like Shock Top, you know. Um, a Michelada, we'd like to do a Michelada version. I don't know if you've ever had a Michelada before, yes. but they're yeah, pretty, no, they're pretty killer. Pretty killer. So, yeah, we, yeah we've, got a, we've got a lot of future plans, and uh, it's just getting us out there and we certainly appreciate folks like you helping us do that. What about something for like a Bloody Mary? Because that's my favorite drink. What about like a Bloody Mary with like sea salt and lemon? Mm. Sea salt and lemon. I like that. Yeah. Like, I like, like that. I'm, I'll, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Like Old Bay and lemon. There's actually some beer. Like there's a beer uh, by uh, Ballast Point called Habanero Sculpin. Um, that would be like perfect for something like that. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good. You definitely put on your you know, I would be the first one in line to get that if you had that. <laughs> and that's and that's interesting because I wonder, you know, we we're friends with a lot of craft craft brew fanatics and breweries and everybody that's connected to the craft craft brew movement. It's not like we're exactly in line with the same thing. You know, we're we're a different product, but we all love beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be interesting to come up with something like for the brewski that would appeal to the craft brewers. I mean, I don't even know if something exists, but, you know, that would be interesting. No, yeah, different definitely. flavors to go in craft brews. Well, I was saying before um, that we used, we actually, when I went to the store, um, to get the beers for tonight, I actually used maybe 90% craft just to see what it would be like with the brewski. And so, really? yeah, so we're going to do a test and, uh, yeah, in a little bit with these beers and see how, see how it tastes. So, uh, it's awesome. Gonna be that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I yeah. figured I would get creative <laughs> and we'll let you well, know what, be- uh, what, what, what beers taste well with it and, uh, what beers don't go well with it. But We'll definitely I will be paying attention and taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Excellent. Well, um, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, we love your product. Um, you know, we encourage all our listeners to, to get your product. It really is awesome, and uh, it makes the beer just taste that much better. Uh, so, you know, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. And like I said, we're going to keep continuing to, uh, to push your product and let us know, uh, you know, stuff you do in the future because we'll, uh, we'll definitely promote that as well. Awesome. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you have time for me to explain a uh, tequila shot with the brewski? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I just want to let you know that I'm drinking 
Dulce Vida, which is an organic tequila. This is made by our friends, and they distill it in Guadalajara, and they bottle it in Austin, Texas. And nice. it is the smoothest tequila I have ever had. Mm. It is awesome. All right, so with the brewski, here's kind of what you do. And I'm going to explain this as best as I can while I do it. You take your cup, and you load it into your brewski actuator. All right, and you can do brewski on a can, too. And this is how you do it. It's an upside-down pop. So instead of putting on top of the bottle, you flip it upside down and you break that cup. And you kind of grind it so that everything loosens up, all right? Gotcha. And you can pull the actuator out and everything from inside the cup stays in the top of the actuator. You can kind of flip it over. Then you lick, lick your, what is that, the webbing between your pointer finger and your thumb. That's where you usually put your, your salt or put it on your arm, wherever you want to put it, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and then you take your shot. Let me take my shot. Could you put it on your taco? And you lick. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, that makes mama warm. <laughs> Woo! It's good. It's good. So you can do a brewski with a bottle, with a can, with tequila. Party on. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank awesome. you guys so very much. So yeah, very that, much. Listen, listen, we also, um, I, I'm, I was born down in Texas, so I kind of have a Texas pride thing going on. So I'm, yes. glad have, I'm glad we got Texas on our show. You guys are, you're the first Texans on our show. So. Hey, proud Exciting. to be. Well, we're in San Antonio. We just, we're wrapping up Fiesta here, which is like a week and a half event for charity and everybody goes out and prays. So pretty much for the last week, San Antonio has been like buzzed. It's great. (laughs) That's awesome. I wish I was there. That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations to you two on your, your upcoming, uh, little one. Thank you. You will need a beer when that, after that little one arrives. I'm, I are, we have a four year old too. So it's going to be, yeah, I'm going to need more than one. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, God bless you. That's great. All right. Thank you. Mendes. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of the show and thank you again for having us. We really appreciate this. No problem. Thank you. Taco! Woo! Drink! All right, folks. That, that was, was uh, awesome. That was Anne from the Brewski. Awesome product. We weren't just like blowing smoke. No. She was on with us. I have it here. I was showing it in the Ustream camera. This is what it looks like. We actually need to order more because I ended up using like yeah, all of them. like um, and it's really like but. when you first like when I first tried it, and you can actually see the video. It's on our Facebook page. Or, uh, but uh, I, the beer exploded all over me. But she's uh, she's right when you say you take that first chug of beer first, empty it a little bit. Yeah, that's what and I did. Then I had to you dump, do the brewski. I had to dump and some then beer it out and then explode all over you. That it's still exploded. Like I'm talking about the gayest thing ever. It still exploded, but I also wasn't tipping. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so I missed that step. But it's a great tool, uh, especially for those that like those and summer you're a tool. <laughs> <laughs> that like those. I know I walked into that one. Uh, that like those summer uh, spring beers. Uh, it's just really really cool. Uh, I encourage you to go to the website, www.thebrewskey.com. Yes. B-R-E-W-S-K-E-Y. Right. Not K-Y. Bruise. There's a key at the end. And then key. Right. Like skeleton key. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. See? Uh, like that's how unlocking your beer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, awesome product. Please go buy some. Anyway, folks. Yeah, we need uh, to buy some more. At this time in the show, we are going to give out our Andre the Giant Drunk Memorial Award. Now – um, if you're a big fan of the show, which I hope you are, and you've listened to shows in the past, every show we would do a salute to the greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Well, we've listed all the facts. We've celebrated him over and over again. So now we've come up with the idea where every week we're going to give the Andre the Giant Drunk Memorial Award to a, uh, to a drunk person who has stepped in the shoes of Andre the Giant. And keeping with our Mexican theme tonight, the winner of this week's Andre the Giant Drunk Memorial Award is Oscar de la Hoya. That's right. The famous boxer. Yes. And I didn't know that he was a huge drunk until I think last night when I first found out. Yeah, I was but telling But this guy's – I was reading about him today. He's a raging drunk. He was drinking hardcore since he was eight, eight years, years old. freaking old. Yeah. That's crazy. That's before I was drinking. That's um, a lot of cervezas. That's a lot of cervezas for this uh, for this border jumping uh, beaner. <laughs> um, now, he was. He also drank so much that he was cross-dressing. 
Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I do some crazy things with looking at porn when I'm drunk, but I never want to put on women's clothes. And the uh, pictures were taken of him. But he's not, like, gay. No. He would just dress up as a cross-dresser, but he would cheat on his wife. Okay. Yeah, like, the pictures that were taken were for some hooker. Oh, that's right. That's right. He he did cheat on his wife. Um, And before his boxing matches, believe it or not, he would do – he would drink tequila. Like, shots of tequila before his boxing Yeah, he said he – his last fight in 2008 – Versus Pequeno or whoever the hell's fighting. Mm, that name makes me hungry. I, I think it's Pequeno. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> I think I want it's, Mexican food. It's whoever – it's this next fight that's coming up. It's whoever – he's the other fighter. But in 2008, Oscar De La Hoya was like, this guy can't beat me. You know, I'm bigger than him and whatever. I'm just going to drink the entire training camp. And he just drank the entire training camp. Like That's awesome. As he's training for the train fight, fight, he's just like, whatever. Like getting wasted. Right. Hey, what the, those beer muscles worked out for him. You know, usually a guy gets drunk and he fights, looks like an idiot. This guy was a, a all-star also, boxing champion. He's also had a to- – like he's been building up his tolerance since he was eight, so. Well, that's true. That's true. Did he ever fight Mike Tyson or the mm-hmm. different weight different class? Different weight think, class. Different time as well. Um, I, I don't know. He's now sober though, I believe. <laughs> so Yes, he went to rehab actually. Boo. <laughs> rehab. Quitters. Yeah, quitter. Exactly. He's a quitter. <laughs> so he's not the champ in everything. Maybe he was the boxing champ, but he's not the drinking champ. But this week, Oscar De La Hoya – you receive the Andre the Giant Drunk Memorial Award. Uh, that's pretty cool, though. Training for a fight, drinking alcohol. I wish uh, I was watching Rocky last week, and I wish boxing was actually like Rocky because I would watch boxing at that point. Well, I wish boxing was like Rocky because, like, Rocky saved the world from the Russians. Yes, he changed the world views through a boxing match. He went to Russia. He defeated the big evil Russian guy who killed Apollo. All right. Right. And then he gave the speech at the end after going 15 rounds with a steroid juiced Soviet asshole. And he gave a speech that changed the Soviets minds on the Cold War. That's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. That's that's what we're missing in our society today. A big Italian galoo who can go 15 <laughs> rounds with an evil Soviet and then give a, a speech like that. I think that's we're like, just missing how Dolph Lundgren used to look because <laughs> that's what I'm missing. Oh, God. He was never that good looking. He was hot back then. And then you watch Dolph The Expendables. Lundgren? Then you watch The Expendables and he looks like his face got run over by I'd a I'd rather do Clubber Lang than Dolph Lundgren. Ew. Clubber Lang's a tough guy working out in that freaking basement with the freaking cement and he's like doing lifts. What are you that gonna shit bring? fucking scared me as what a kid. What are you going to bring, Clubber Lang? Pain. <laughs> like, uh, no, no, he said, uh, which... What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. And like he's working out in like this like basement and he's like doing these li- – and like Rocky's like flexing and he's like getting ready for – and he's dancing. And the like, mm. and he's working out and there's like metal everywhere oh and shit. And he's running this around. This is the best conversation the we've ever had I think. <laughs> Clubber Lang. He's fucking scary. But I definitely or, rather have uh, sex what with was, him. What was Hulk Hogan's name in that? Uh, that would be um, – oh my god. Thunderlips. Like, Thunderlips. That's right. Thunderlips. How could you forget that name? That actually made Hogan's career. Right after that, he, he became wasn't, a, a he superstar. Wasn't like a, he wasn't like a wrestler, wrestler when he before he did Rocky. Right. I mean, yeah. nobody really knew who he was. But the, the other thing that bothers me with Rocky is that like the whole thing is about like he's trying to earn the love of like Adrian. She's friggin' gross, like disgusting. Maybe he thought she was hot. He's like not, seriously. He, he wasn't a prize either, though. Look at him. No, but he was built and he was an athlete. You know, he's kind of dumb, but who gives a shit? In the morning. Huh? Yeah, the soundtrack is awesome. But the, Dude, she that's is the best gross. soundtrack. Rocky Four has the best soundtrack ever. And you know she smelled because she worked in a pet store. You don't work in a pet store and not stink. She also liked the zoo. Like bird shit. Yeah. <laughs> Retards love the zoo. <laughs> but oh god. Talk about a boner killer. She's a boner killer. I wish we could play music because I would totally like rock that right now. <laughs> She's disgusting. Um, speaking of awesome classic 80s movies, I kind of got into this in the last show, but I'm very, very pumped about this new Star Wars movie that's coming out. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and as most of Star Wars fans, I was crushed by the uh, prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. It was just a bunch of bunch of terrible movies, and this movie, uh, I think the one that's coming out, if you have seen the trailer, is the one that everybody wanted to see back in 1999 right. when um, – the new one first came out. Um, and instead, in episode one, we got Jar Jar Binks. Oh, my Ugh. God. If AIDS had an animated character like a, like, a, <laughs> like a mascot, like the Noid from Domino's, it would be Jar Jar Binks. Like he just, ugh. Misa, I want to kill your immune system. 
Oh my god! That was a good imp- <laughs> uh, impression of him, actually. Yeah, it was a pretty good. I, pretty I worked good. on it. I it's worked good. on it. But the terrible movies, and then you know, once you got past Jar Jar Binks, okay, Kinda episode like, two. Episode two is like my out of the three. Yeah, but then you had to deal with Hayden Christensen. Yeah, it's but, not fair. You know what the best part of episode two was? Yoda. That was the well, best part. There were some cool parts, and like with a Star Wars movie, you want it to be good. You go and like, I want this to right. be good. I want well, this I liked, to be good. I also liked episode three as well, but. It, but the, compared to the original no, trilogy? No, not I mean, compared to like, the original trilogy, yeah. no. Episode one, I won't even watch. I think I saw half of it, and I was like, I'm never watching the rest of this because it's horrible. No, I, I saw it in the movies and all that Ugh, shit. No, but, not me. But it looks like uh, in the new one, if you saw the trailer, that we're going to have the first interracial relationship yes. in the Star Wars universe. Um, I can tell you that I always wanted to bang that uh, – remember that alien in Return of the Jedi, the one that Jabba was choking? Like the hot dancer with the big, yes, the the big, big blue uh, hair. things that was Shane the Jabba. She had the big blue hair. Was that the yeah, that well, one? Yeah, well, she didn't have hair. She had like uh, those uh, Tentacles flesh or horns, whatever. Like flesh horns coming yes. out of her fucking head. Uh, I'd like to eat her alien taco. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's going on, actually competing with our show tonight is the huge uh, Trans- the Jenner, transgender. The transgender, the transgender interview. interview. <laughs> Do you know if he actually got his unit chopped off? Not yet. <laughs> He's going to do that, though? You heard that? I don't know. I'm guessing. I mean, that's what happens when you when you switch sexes. You have to have your unit chopped off. This motherfucker... Unless looks- he doesn't go full, like, conversion, but I think he is. No, I think he's going all gung-ho. So I, I think that... Dude, there are pictures of him out there, and I'm not talking about the dress pictures that just came out, but there are other pictures. That picture is terrible. Looks like a Bigfoot sighting picture. No, there are other <laughs> pictures out there where he has, like, you know, his nails done, and he has a ponytail. He looks like a woman. Well, that was the like, point. Like, if you right? didn't know he was Bruce Jenner, I would think, oh, this is just some lady with glasses on and a hat. She's got a manicure. Like, he really, like, looks like an old lady. Just a strange it's age very to weird. decide to finally do it. I mean, was he sixty fucking? He's sixty five. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, maybe he feels comfortable now because you know it's acceptable now. I, I guess it's just like why didn't he do that when he was younger? Because he was still married. He was waiting for his kids to get to a certain maybe, age. Maybe he felt uncomfortable doing it because it wasn't a wide, you know, it wasn't really like an accepted in society thing like it is now. I mean, now it's like you know. Whatever. It's just really weird to me because he went from like an Olympic star stud. athlete, stud, being the, stud, being on the. Uh, I mean, he's got how many of, fucking kids? Like six kids? Yeah, something like that. And he went from the. He was on a Wheaties box, and now he should be on like the Fruit Loops box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Bruce Jenner. Is he though. like? I don't, he doesn't bother. Is he me. like? I just think it's full. Weird. Like, is he like full on gay gay, or is he like Tootsie gay? Like he's trying to get a job. I don't or think. <laughs> I don't think he's gay. But how would you? How would you want to go full wants, broad and I not think, be gay? <laughs> uh, apparently, according to one of our listeners, Bruce does not have a taco yet. <laughs> oh, drink! <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, maybe he just wants to like be a chick, and he doesn't want to do dudes. I have no idea if he's gay. I'm- so is he gonna? Is he gonna scissor? <laughs> maybe. If he gets his unit chopped off, he maybe can. he's going to say Maybe it. that's the dream. Now I can kind of get behind Bruce Jenner. <laughs> not like that sounds. I do not want to get behind Bruce Jenner. But I mean I can support Bruce Jenner because if his goal is to scissor, I am behind that 100%. I think Pops would be behind that as well. I agree. <laughs> that is awesome. Now that I'm rethinking it, good job, Bruce Jenner. I, I support good, that. Good job, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Transgender, yes. Transgender. Um, I hope that – No, he said he, said, he, uh, he says – I'm looking at the trending on Twitter right now because I am on Twitter going and tweeting. And he told the ABC News people, I guess it's Diane Sawyer, is interviewing him, that he's not gay. Wow. And he still he wants, just to, wants be to be a woman. I guess Whatever. so. Whatever. Hey. Him. Maybe he just doesn't want to – maybe he just wants to have a woman that doesn't have sex. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I hope those rumors about uh, Scott Disick, who's married to the, one of the Jenner sisters, about how he's banging Kendall Jenner. Yeah. I hope that's fucking true because that's insane. I, you, <laughs> know what, you know what I find country. insane about that whole thing? <laughs> I thought he was so much older than 31. Yeah, you, you kinda, it kind of seems like he's older. The show's been on for like 10 years Because he's, he's more mature than most 31-year-olds that I, I know. I guess. I don't know. Um, I, get, I hate how I get caught watching that show. I know. It's on E. Like, I'll put her on the I background. Know. All of a sudden, 25 episodes later, I'm still fucking I know. watching it's it. Hook- it's bad. It's addicting. Um, but he doesn't look 31. He looks older. No, he does. He does. Um, okay, folks. At this time in the show, I think it's time to bring in Pops. Now – 
For those of you that are first time listening to the show, Pops is a member of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. He's a uh, he's a puppet, a black puppet, and he likes to come on, uh, you know, once a show and just uh, give his opinion on what he thinks for the week and, and what's going on. So in order for Pops to come on, I have to actually leave the mic. So I'm going to leave. Uh, Pops is patiently waiting in the waiting room and Pops is going to come on uh, actually right now. So I'm going to exit and I'll be back once Pops is done. Yo! Yo, motherfuckers! Hi, Pops. Yo, what up, crackers? I'm What's not, going on? I'm one cracker. <laughs> well, I'm talking to I'm talking to all the listening audience oh. out there. Oh, the, the hearing they crackers? All crackers. The listening I crackers. I can't imagine that we have a huge minority audience. I just can't imagine that. <laughs> and I know it's a Mexican day and everything, but hey, Cassie. Yeah. What's the difference between Jesus and Mexicans? What pops? Jesus doesn't have Mexicans tattooed all over him. <laughs> Get it? Oh, yes. Now. (laughs) Pops was whacking off earlier today to Maria Menounos while eating a hot burrito. And Pops realized that Pops love Mexicans. Maria Menounos is not Mexican. Oh, shut up. Yes, she is. We've got over this. Her name is Maria. And she's brown. It doesn't matter. She's Mexican. She's not Mexican. I love Mexicans. Like that game Uno. Pops love that fucking game. It's an awesome game. But you know what? Pops can't play with Mexicans. You know why? Why? Because I steal all the green cards. Oh, yes. Now, the reason I really like Mexicans is they have the fucking hottest women in the world. Like Kendall Jenner. She's Woo! not Mexican. Pops will fuck the shit out of her. Pops. What do you mean? She's brown, motherfucker. She's Armenian. No, she's brown. I would eat her hard taco. Oh, oh drink. She's not Armenian. Mexican. Armenian is Mexican. That's nope. Latin. Nope. That's Latin for nope. Mexican. Nope. Yes, it is. No. Yeah, I popped over what he's no. talking about. Shut up, cracker. No. <laughs> oh, what about that uh, that RuPaul? I would eat the shit out of that first of all, First of all, yeah, RuPaul is a dude and he's no, black. No, she's not. What are you talking about? You telling me she has the chimichanga? Yeah. No fucking way. She's brown and nope. hot. And nope. she's abroad. And nope. I'll bang her. Oh, nope. yeah. You'd have, to bang, you'd have to bang her in the ass because that's oh, the only shut way up. you're doing it. You're just saying that a cracker myth. That's all that <laughs> is. cracker myth. She's a hot broad. Nope. Yes. Okay. Now, how about that uh, Ariana Nacho Belgrande? Yeah. <laughs> she's not Mexican either. Pops would love to put it in a beef burrito. She's not Mexican. Oh, yes. What do you mean she's not Mexican? She's Italian, Pops. Her name is on the Taco Bell menu. What are you talking about? She's Mexican. No, she's not. They wouldn't put her on the goddamn menu if she no, was a Mexican. She's not. Oh, yes, she is. No. Once again, crack a myth. No. She's Mexican. No. That's right. No. This is a, I'm done with all you. I'm done with this. I'm done with Cholos. You know what? Every broad I talk about, you tell me that she's on Mexican. Because she's not Mexican. Oh, this is crack a myth. Crack a myth. That's right. Uh, Pops out of here. Pops going to go watch videos on scissoring and doing midgets. That's right. Mendez out! <laughs> okay, I'm back. Oh my god. I saw Pops leaving a hurry. Pop Was sings, he mad? Pops sing, first of all, okay, let me just get to this. Pops sings RuPaul is a broad. You mean the, the drag queen? That's Mexican. Really? Oh yeah. my god, he's so wrong about everything. He though. also thinks Kendall Jenner is a Mexican. Kendall Jenner? He still doesn't believe me that Maria Menounos is not Mexican. She's Even green, though we've right? gone over this. And... He thinks that Ariana Grande is Mexican, and she's not. She's not. Because he says her name is on the Taco Bell menu, so she has to be Mexican. Well, you got to kind of agree with his reasoning there, but, but you know, she's not. And then so. he kept telling me I was throwing out cracker myths. Cracker myths. Oh, I guess that was um, – Yeah. Yeah, he gets caught up in that. That's why probably why he left in a hurry. He was probably yeah. upset. Yeah. So – Anyway, folks, uh, we're going to get to our uh, beer test, which we're very excited about. And all these beers that we're going to try tonight are um, – are, we, we brewskied them or Cassie brewskied them. So we're very excited to try them. They're beers that I've had in the past, but now that they're brewskied, let's see what the difference in taste is. So the first beer that I'm going to try, and I'm sure everybody in the world has had this beer, and I'm showing it on the Ustream camera. It's made camera. by Jimmy Buffett. Landshark, made by Jimmy Buffett. Very good beer on its own. I really do like this beer. So I'm going to taste it with the brewski, with the salt and the lime in the beer. And wow, that makes a very good difference. And I'm not just saying that. Make sure you do not have a cut on your lip like I do and I'm excruciating pain. But besides that. You have a cut on your lip? Yes. Then why did I brewski everything? <laughs> this beer is amazing. So besides being in pain, Landshark with the brewski equals amazing. So that's one. 
All right. So the next beer that Cassie Brewski, a Brewski, excuse me, is uh, by Kona, and I love anything by Kona, and it's Kona Longboard, uh, which I love this beer on its own as well. But let's see how it tastes, Brewski. Hmm. Interesting. Very good. The lime actually interacts with this beer very well. It tastes very smooth. I like the taste of it. Uh, I would definitely um, recommend you putting the brewski in Kona Longboard. Yes, it's, it's very good. It's very, very good. I like it a lot. So the next one that we're going to try here is a beer called by Widmer Brothers Brewing, the Hef. And that's, I, the ori- that's one of the original Hefeweizens. Okay, and I normally love Hefeweizens, and usually I don't need to add anything to the beers. But I'm very interested to see what the brewski is going to taste like, uh, w- taste with the beer, excuse me. Um, let's see. Let me taste it right now. Um, good. It actually changes the taste altogether to the positive side. Um, I like it a lot. It actually makes it taste more like a, um, like a land shark or something like that. So I definitely encourage you to, to put the, uh, the brewski in that beer. That, that's very good. That, the Hef by Widmer Brothers. Mmm, very, very good. So the next beer. Wait, let me just interrupt. The streak is over. The Mets officially lost. Officially lost. 6-1. Yes. Start spreading the motherfucking news. That's all I'm going to say. Come along and fucking meet the Mets, you fucking ass pirates. Come along and beat the Mets. All right. Like yeah, it. Come along and beat the Mets. Oh, oh, give that lady a dollar. Just put that beer over there because yes. I'm running out of room over here. Sure, sir. Uh, the next beer that we are going to try, Sam Adams Summer Ale. I love this beer. And most people do love Sam Adams. And it is a craft beer beyond popular belief, Sam Adams. Very, very good. One of the first craft beers. Yes, one of the first craft beers. So I'm going to try this with the brewski. I'm very excited to try this one. Interesting. It actually in- it makes it taste better. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I think we might have... Uh, what was that? I think we might have... Uh, just sounds going on in the back of the studio here. It's a dog. I think we might have uncovered a monster here. This is awesome. I definitely encourage you to put the brewski... In Sam Adams Summer Ale. You wouldn't think to do that for the Sam Adams Summer Ale. I was actually going to get um, the other one, Porch Rocker, and do it, but then... That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be Porch something else. Oh, okay. That would be Porch Pops. Porch Pops. Um, so, yeah, put that to the side, but I definitely... Uh, so far, we are uh, undefeated here. And I'm not just saying this. I'm not just blowing smoke. This is really good. The next beer I'm going to try – I'm interested in – I'm usually not a big fan of the Victory beers. Oh, I'm interested to see what that's like because it's a a Pilsner. This is a Victory Prima. Wait a minute. Did you just say you you don't like the Victory beers and then when we did the Victory taste test, you liked every single beer? Well, it depends on what kind of beer I'm drinking beforehand and how drunk I am by the time the taste test comes out. You like Victory. Okay. uh, Whatever. You do. So let's try this beer with the Brewski. Um, That's going to be interesting. That one's a little rough. I wouldn't entirely suggest that one. The hops kind of overcome the lime and the salt, um, so it's still very hoppy. So I wouldn't uh, encourage you to try the brewski with the Victory Prima Pilsner. Probably any Pilsner probably wouldn't be that great, so not just Victory. Now, the last one that we are going to try, and I'm very excited. I'm excited to hear about this. Now, this is uh, called, what is it, Occulto? Occulto? Occulto, I think. Now, this is a tequila beer. Tequila beer. That's right. You heard me right. A tequila beer. So this would be ideal for the brewski. So this should be amazing. Watch. It's like tastes like crap and my eyes fall out and Your eyes I poop myself. It smelled so, good doing it. It does smell good. Wow. Let me taste this. Oh, my God. We have discovered crack. <laughs> we have discovered crack. All right, everybody. You're going to get this beer right here. Occulto. Um, and uh, who makes this beer? This is made by um, – It's an – Oh god, I don't want to say Blue it. Blue agave infused occulto. Yeah, it's an InBev offshoot. I don't oh. know. Yeah, that's the only problem. Dun, 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 dun. But you know, whatever. Um, it's a novelty beer. So it's a novelty beer. Go out and buy this beer and it's buy widely the available. and put that in this beer because it is crack. It is so good. Oh my god. I definitely encourage anybody to do that. Oh my god, it's so good. Jesus, I'm gonna drink more. Yeah, they're an offshoot of InBev. I actually um, – I can tell you who makes it um, if you guys give me a second. Sure. It must be Jesus because it's be just Jesus. amazing. It's a miracle. Well, that's – A miracle in a goddamn stuff, bottle. You like that stuff without without the without the brewski in it. You liked it when we did the taste test. No, I know. But with the brewski, it just makes it that much better. It just makes it that much better. 
Are you still looking it up? Colto beer, yes. Colto beer. It is made by yeah, Mbev. So we don't like who makes it, but still. But it's one of those like you know whatever like it's. I mean, I don't like what they stand for, but and I wouldn't go out and drink fucking Budweiser. Well, no, don't drink Budweiser, but buy this and put the brewski in it because it's just amazing. Now, before we uh, wrap up tonight, I just want to uh, throw it out there that um, a good friend of mine growing up uh, passed away, and he passed away a couple months ago, back in December. He was only 39 years old, and he died of a massive fucking heart attack, which is nuts. I mean, this guy would pound beers like you wouldn't believe. And this guy would drink a 30-pack for breakfast, and he'd smoke like four packs of cigarettes, so – him is four packs of cigarettes in a day. So Not really like, shocking. Him dying of a massive heart attack isn't that shocking. He wasn't a fatso or anything. But if you're looking on the uh, Ustream camera, that's a picture of him and me right there back in the old day, you know, throwing back some beers and, and having a good time. So, I mean, I haven't seen the guy in probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years or something like that. But very sad to hear that. And it's kind of scary that people my age are starting to drop dead. I mean, that's that's kind of scary right yeah. there. And, uh, you know, and I'm not the healthiest person in the world, and I know that's not shocking news, but, you know, whatever. But the point of the whole thing is live fucking life because you never know. Wow, we're you getting just, really deep. You just never know when that day's going to come. So Drinking deep in, in Jersey. Don't do that fucking shit where I'm not going to drink anymore for a while because I'm doing this and that. And I'm gonna, fuck that shit. Fucking hit it up. Crack open the beers. Have a good time because you never know when that – day is going to come so you got to live your life to the fullest you really live your life to the fullest don't fucking uh let a fucking anything hold you back definitely right Cass yes I mean, <laughs> I agree. Up, don't just sit there like a quiet well fuck. no because you're like in all deep and you know I didn't know him I just know of him so um but it's funny because the same thing kind of happened to a friend of mine a couple months uh, like a, maybe a month ago yeah but that was like hard drugs that he I don't from. we don't know well we assume that we that's assume from, but. but we don't know um, so you anyway. know what assuming does? That makes an ass out of you and me. And a taco. Oh, yes. And a taco. And a taco. Oh, drink. That's um, right, All right. Let's get, on to, uh, let's get on to happier things. So next week we are on repeat. We were supposed to be on repeat this week, but we ended up switching it up. So next week, May 1st, we're repeat of this show, which is appropriate because it's Cinco de Mayo again. So you guys tune in and listen to the si. crazy Mexican antics. Um, all over again. Hola. Our first show in May, May 8th, we're actually going to have a new brewery out of New Jersey called Magnify Brewing Company. They're in Fairfield. Woo. Um, so we're very excited about that. Uh, check out our website, our Twitter, our Facebook. Buy some shirts. It's getting to be like warm weather. And we got nice little shut up cracker pop shirts that are short sleeve for you guys out there. Free shipping all the time on our website. You don't need to pay shipping. And our stuff is cheap. So, I mean, it's not cheaply made, but it's cheap in price. Uh, we also have sponsorship opportunities out there if any businesses are listening and want to have us plug them every single week on our show. Just contact us and we can let you know what those packages start at and what we can do for you. And uh, I think that's it. We, you know, we had a great time talking to you guys and hanging out. And yeah, and buy some crack, occulto. Buy, some, the buy the brewski. Go on www.thebrewski.com. And buy their products and put it in all your beers this summer. Right. So anyway, folks, thank you very much and drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.